Welcome to the Fabulous 413. I'm Khalees Smith. And I'm Monty Belmonte. We are live from Studio 9 at Porches across the street from Mass Mocha in North Adams, where this weekend the campus of the Contemporary Art Museum will be filled with fresh grass. Not the kind that is now legal in the Commonwealth, but I bet some of that will find its way here, too. But fresh bluegrass music, it's the Fresh Grass Music Festival. <laughs> you and your puns. And it's hardly strictly a bluegrass festival with performances this weekend from the likes of Mexican marimba punk rockers Son Rompe Pera. North African Desert Blues with Bombino. Blues guitar shredder Sonny War, who I love, and more. But there will be plenty of bluegrass, too. Coming up, we'll hear about the philosophy and mission behind the Fresh Grass Festival with Chris Wadsworth, founder, president, and executive director of the Fresh Grass Foundation. Plus, we'll hear music from Fresh Grass performers from Ned Lubarecki and Becky Buller from the Becky Buller Band. But... We'll kick off this live music Friday in the fabulous 413 with the legendary fiddler, Daryl Anger. Daryl Anger is foundational in the realm of contemporary string band music, having played with Republic of Strings, the Turtle Island String Quartet, the David Grisman Quintet, and so many more. You may also know his music as public radio listeners, as Daryl Anger played on the Car Talk theme, along with the legends Earl Scruggs, David Grisman, and Tony Rice. He's playing with the band Mr. Sun at Freshgrass this weekend, and he's playing for us now on Live Music Friday. Welcome, Daryl Anger. Daryl, you we were, were lucky because we thought it was just going to be you playing, but you brought the whole band. Do you want to introduce the band before we uh, before we, we hear a song here? Yeah, just to clarify, uh, Mr. Sun is a band that I am a member of, and we've been together for 10 years. And uh, yeah, uh, it features some Real monsters, uh, <laughs> great, great players of uh, stature that uh, compares to anybody's in, in the music business. And uh, I'd like to introduce uh, Grant Gordy on the guitar. Hi. 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 <laughs> Aiden O'Donnell on the bass. Hello. And Joe K. Walsh on the mandolin. And uh, together we make Mr. Sun, and we're going to play a version of our version of Duke Ellington's version of the Nutcracker Suite this weekend, uh, which was generously funded by the Fresh Grass Foundation. Nice. And we'll just play one piece off of that for you. It's uh, <laughs> started as the Sugar Plum Fairy Dance, but oh. this is more like uh, two sugar plum fairies walk into a bar. <laughs> Here we go.
son plays Ellington, plays Tchaikovsky, which was what will open up the Freshgrass Music Festival at Mass Mocha at 6 o'clock this evening. Uh, Daryl Anger and Mr. Sun, come over to this microphone for a quick second over here, Daryl. Uh, we'll have one spokesperson because I want you to play again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want another spokesperson? Who wants to? Also, so cool. Like four members here's the, of the band. Here's the question. But five instruments. Right. And an, and an instrument change in the middle of that. That's what the listeners missed. There was instruments changing in the middle of the performance. I also did ballet during that entire thing, which the listener also missed. Does the Freshgrass Foundation, Thankfully who we'll so. talk to in a little bit, come to Mr. Sun and say, you know what would be cool? Mr. Sun plays Ellington, plays Tchaikovsky, or is it vice versa? Mr. Sun says, we got this weird idea. Yeah, I think it was the second of the, of the two. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, Joe had this wonderful idea, our, our mandolinist. Um, this is a record, I think it came out in 1956, this Duke Ellington interpretation of the Nutcracker, and it's, it's been a favorite, just canonical piece for all of us for years, just a real, a real just treasure of, a, of an album in like the American music canon. We've all loved it. We listen to it every year at Christmas and everything. And and, uh, and Joe had the idea, like, well, why don't we, why don't we do this, you know? Uh-huh. And somehow, of all the, you know, we're always coming up with ideas. Somehow, this one took root. <laughs> and then, you know, and yeah, and and Daryl had the idea of uh, applying to or uh, you know appealing to Freshgrass to to uh, help us make it a reality. And sure enough, they bit. <laughs> it seems like it was a mix of. You've got music stands in front of you and music, and then you'd break off and improvise over it. Is that 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 the idea behind Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. So. That's that's kind of our thing with, yeah. in this band is uh, we do you know we have a, a long chemistry that we've built over like like Daryl said about a decade of playing, and we do some kind of through composed stuff, but it's it's a great deal of improvising. That's a uh, one of our our big shared loves as players is is that spontaneous com conversant aspect you know but you never that know seems also happen. at the core of like string band music too. absolutely like yeah. having a core like structure but being able to see the individuality that comes together to make the band the band and of jazz you know so the fact totally. that it's ellington yeah. too it really ties all those things together totally it's like the, it's the best version of democracy i think uh. <laughs> oh oh those aspirations spoke yes. out into the air if only the, the house of representatives played more bluegrass <laughs> none of that here none of that <laughs> well can we hear something else from Mr. Sun, who will be performing to open up the Fresh Grass Music Festival here at Mass Mocha? We're live from Studio 9 at Porches right across the street. Live Music Friday here on the fabulous 413. We'll play a tune that, that arose from a couple of melodies uh, that weren't actually recorded by Ellington, but we went back to the source, of course, Tchaikovsky, and found a couple of brief melodies and, and grew a sort of a dog music uh, bluegrass jazz tune out of it. Yeah, yeah we, we went to the classic uh, David Grisman quintet format for this. Uh, of which you were a part. Of which I was a part, and so was Grant. <laughs> Actually, Grant was also a, an alumnus of that group. So, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of connections there, including the connection to... Uh, <laughs> Tchaikovsky. Shavasky. <laughs> so we're calling this Shavasky's Transmogrifatron. I love it.
Sun, who are opening up the Freshgrass Music Festival here in North Adams. We are live from Freshgrass across the street at Porches in Studio 9. And that was, as I mentioned, the band Mr. Sun, who is Grant Gordy, Aidan O'Donnell, and Joe K. Walsh, as well as Daryl Anger, who's playing a fiddle like a percussion instrument. At I one know. moment, I thought... Oh. Making the snare sound. Yeah, I thought, so cool. somebody's got an egg shaker in the background over there that's joining in with them. That's cool. And I was like, no, that's the fiddle. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I'm just generally fascinated by both of those arrangements. So cool. Yes. Fantastic. No, Your take so on much. Tchaikovsky uh, via Ellington, which is what will open up the festival uh, this evening. We've got more live from Studio 9 at Porches in North Adams in anticipation of this weekend's Fresh Grass Festival. You're listening to The Fabulous 413 on NEPM. The Fabulous 413 podcast is funded by Northeast Solar, helping customers make the switch to solar for savings, energy security, and tax incentives. Learn more at northeast-solar.com. You are listening to The Fabulous 413 on NEPM. I'm Monty Belmonte. And I'm Kalia Smith. We are live from Studio 9 at Porches across the street from Mass Mocha in North Adams, who will once again play host to the Fresh Grass Music Festival. And we're joined by Chris Wadsworth, founder, president, and director of the Fresh Grass Foundation. He started his music career as a bluegrass singer and guitarist in the Golden Elixir Bluegrass Band. What a good name. He was a music major right down the street at Williams College in Williamstown and began a master's degree in composition at the New England Conservatory before dropping out to work for the iconic Rounder Records. And then, perhaps wisely, he incorporated some math and money into his music <laughs> and got his MBA from the University of Chicago, which led to 15 years of work in the technology, financial, and venture capital sectors in the U.S. and in China. Small deviation. <laughs> Where did you guys get all this? <laughs> we did our digging. We did we, our we, research. We just went into We're going to find out all the things about you, Chris. Chris has not given up on his own music. He's recorded and released two albums with his daughter and is still an active player, writer, and composer. We're also joined by Rachel Chanoff, the strategic and artistic advisor to the Fresh Grass Foundation. Rachel has been working in performing arts and film for 35 years and is the founder and director of The Office, not the television show, but the Performing <laughs> Arts and Film Office, her New York City-based programming, consulting, and production company. She's also the curator of performing arts and film for the Massachusetts Museum of Contemporary Art, where we are right Where now. we are, right well, across, technically across the street. Well, technically across the street, but that's... But yeah, when you're at enough. Porches, you're at Mass Mocha. They, these are related. <laughs> so Chris and Rachel, thanks so much for joining us here. Um, the found, this is not just a festival, as we've heard, it's a foundation, but I guess what came first? The idea that you wanted to put on a bluegrass mm. festival nearish to where you went to college in, in <laughs> Williamstown, or starting a bluegrass foundation? It kind of all started at about the same time, but we did officially start the festival before we had this grander vision of what the foundation could overall be. Um, but the festival was so much fun when we got it going, you know, we tried to think of ways that we could keep it going 365 days a year and not just for a weekend. And so um, we, um, we took over No Depression, which is a publication that um, covers Roots Music and, you know, is sort of the, uh, the unofficial authority of Roots Music. And then... Yeah, for a quick pause right there. I mean, this is the... It's a magazine that, that kind of kicked into the stratosphere in sort of the late 80s, 90s, I guess, yes. of this uh, the rebirth of Americana. And it's yeah, really right. great music journalism going on there. If yes. you're not aware of it and you are into roots music, you are doing yourself a disservice. Although we did hear somebody in the uh, reception area of Porches saying, I think we're going to change it to yes, depression. Because, <laughs> you know, we need to put a positive spin on it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe is what they said. Okay, well, I'll let you guys figure that out. But, uh, but, um, but you know, it does. It, it was an iconic sort of cult following magazine um, in the '90s, and then went out of print. And then we brought it back in print with with a with a with a new vision, which is basically to turn it into an almost an artistic journal. Almost consider it like a handmade guitar every time we produce mm. the produce the journal. And so you know, it's been a labor of love. Um, but you know, we also run something called Folk Alley, which is a 24-hour streaming radio service. So it's all hand-picked music. So that's kind of the theme of our uh, of our uh, organization is that we you know we believe in the human side of it, and we you know we curate our festivals really carefully. We curate the music by hand. We make the magazines by hand, and um, that's kind of where we fit in. It's interesting how Mass Mocha and North Adams has kind of become this nexus for Roots and Americana music with Fresh Grass, with No Depression, and with Solid Sound. I mean, No Depression and Uncle Tupelo 
are, you know, synonymous, essentially. Uncle Tupelo, the pre-Wilco band. Wilco, the band that puts on solid sound. Pre-Wilco and pre, like, there are and two Sunbolt, bands. And pre-Sunvolt. That come out of Uncle Tupelo. That's right. Stop pretending that but there's Sunbolt only one. But Sunvolt doesn't play here for solid sound, so that's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> there but, might be some issues there. Yes, I think there are. Um, read the book. Jeff Reed wrote all about it. Um, but is, it's interesting that we're, you know, this is not Nashville. This is, this is North Adams, Massachusetts in the Berkshires. Is yeah. It, yeah, well, I mean, the, the overall mission of, of Freshgrass is to, I mean, we, we, we support and celebrate Roots music in general. And so, you know, we're having, you know, uh, we're playing our role here. But more generally, you know, we're, we are uh, about supporting creativity. And, you know, it, we, we firmly believe that creativity in general, you know, has the power to change the world and expand the universe and do things that aren't otherwise possible. And so, you know, we take that approach to everything that we're doing here. And, you know, hopefully it's starting to spread. But I mean, there's cool things happening here already. And it's a similar mission to Mass Mocha. I mean, mm -hmm. at Mass Mocha, it's not only a platform for work, but what we consider kind of the beating heart of Mass Mocha is our residencies, where we give artists the opportunity to make new work and experiment and fail and succeed and kind of get in the mud of creation. And that's actually what we do at Freshgrass as well. Or what is as important as our festivals is our commission is our giving the artist ability, not only the financial ability, but the all sorts of support in the creation of new work. So there's a very porous border between the mission of Freshgrass and the mission of Mass Mocha. That is Rachel Chanoff, the strategic and artistic advisor to the Freshgrass Foundation. We're also speaking with Chris Wadsworth, who is sort of the founder of Freshgrass. But Rachel, let's talk a little bit about the foundation and how it works. So we talked to Mr. Sun about how they had this kind of amazing but crazy sounding idea that they're going to do Ellington doing Tchaikovsky and then they say, can, can you help fund it? Where is this money for the foundation coming from? Is it from the festivals? Is it from donors who just believe in this style of creation and music? A little bit of both? Yeah, I can answer that. Okay. I mean, we, it's, it's a combination of a bunch of things. So it, Freshgrass is a foundation. It's supported by the sub subscriptions to No Depression. It's supported by listeners at Folk Alley. It's supported by donors to to um, just to fresh grass in general, it's supported by ticket sales um, at the at the festivals, um, and and then people you know give us you know give us money and we support it ourselves, <laughs> which was a lot of what happened in the early days. Um, so it's a lot of different channels. What's evolved over the course of this festival? Like if somebody came to the very first fresh grass and then wasn't able to come until this year, what's really different that would strike them about? the festival today. <laughs> there was somebody who came to the very <laughs> first one. <laughs> I think there were about 10 people who came to the very first uh, one. Yeah, that would be the biggest difference is that the, <laughs> the, the first festival, um, we like to joke uh, that there were more musicians than audience. Uh -huh. And I think it might have actually been true. We're joking now about it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time. It wasn't funny at the time. Yeah. But I, I think what uh, several noticeable things about it is that we've really created a community and a family of artists and artists that were at the very first festival where they were then in their careers have been back every year. and brought others back and become judges at our contests and really have um, helped us grow and connect to the whole Roots music community. So if you came to the first one, it's recognizable because there's a family of artists that will ring a bell and has grown and grown and grown. Yeah, and the other big difference is that our, our commission uh, scope has just gotten a, a whole lot bigger. In fact, it didn't exist in the beginning days, but now you know we have what we call flagship commissions, which is asking an artist to create like an album's worth of music, essentially. And then we've got um, a, a concept that we came up with called the Bluegrass Concerto, which you know I'm I love. I'm I'm super excited about it because it takes you know a classical music form and puts it in such a different space, but. In a lot of ways, there's a lot of carryover, I think, because, you know, you have virtuosic musicians in bluegrass and, you know, of course, the concerto is all about virtuosity and, um, you know, like the artist being on the edge, essentially. So um, it's been really fun to see how that develops. And we've also created other programs, for example, the Fresh Scores program, where we have artists create a score to a silent film, you know, so kind of out there stuff. And um, but some of the you know, the best moments of the festivals, in my opinion, have come from, from this new music. And the concerto will be performed sometime or here at the festival this weekend, or what other commissioned pieces besides the Mr. Sun one might people run into if they come to the festival? 
Well, they, do you want to talk about Aoife? Um, Rachel Janoff. Aoife, <laughs> <laughs> who is an artist who was at the first festival. Aoife O'Donovan. Aoife O'Donovan. Crooked Still fame. Yes. And I, I'm with her. And I'm with her and fame. And I'm with her fame and just straight up Aoife fame. Yes, right. Uh, has been at every festival and is just a, a you know, crucial member of the Freshgrass family. Um, has been commissioned to do this, also came to us with mm -hmm. an idea that was actually, interestingly enough, about suffrage and, the, and women getting the vote. And it uh, has a children's choir, beautiful Brooklyn children's, uh, children's choir is coming. Mm -hmm. And it's on Saturday night, right? Yeah, or is Saturday it? afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's another example of an artist coming to us with something that they wouldn't really be able to pull off themselves and is so not commercially viable, but is something that they are really um, just moved to do as artists. And we feel like that's part of where we fit into the whole Jenga puzzle of the landscape is we want to be there to help artists realize their visions. We're speaking with Rachel Chanoff and Chris Wadsworth of the Freshgrass Foundation. One of the big names that is a supporter of the foundation and has lent his name to a prize is Steve Martin, the comedian who's also an excellent banjo player. Tell us a little bit about what the Steve Martin Banjo Prize is and his relationship sure. with Freshgrass. Well, Steve had his own, I mean, he, he ran the Steve Martin Banjo Prize for 10 years on his own. And um, it got to the point where uh, as you probably know, he's a busy guy, and um, he's got his hands in all kinds of pots, and it got too complicated for him to, to keep it going, because believe it or not, he was doing it entirely himself, and he was managing his board of 10 or 12 uh, other banjo players, and um, you know, was responsible for getting people to you know, send in their boats and all that kind of stuff. So long story short, um, he was looking for some infrastructure, and um, you know, because of the awards work that we already have been doing, which we haven't talked about, but we have a whole program of uh, uh, awards and contests for young artists, which will be at the festival as well. Um, we were kind of perfectly positioned to help him do it. And so we, we I, I drove down to uh, San Jose. He was performing uh, some comedy act um, a couple of years ago now and um, waited for him backstage. and. Uh, we finally met up at about midnight along with Allison Brown and Gary West and they're like, you want to do this? I'm like, all right, let's do it. And we said, okay, we're done. We're going to do it. <laughs> That's kind of how it happens. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. If only all negotiations went that smoothly know, and that quickly. Right? Yes. <laughs> the other thing that's interesting about Freshgrass is, you know, there was a smattering of people that came for the first time here in the campus at, on Mass Mocha and North Adams, but now it's grown into an entirely other festival in another part of the country. Do you want to talk about the Bentonville, Arkansas aspect of Freshgrass? Rachel and, and Chris are deciding who we'll talk about it first. <laughs> um, Rachel has conceded. <laughs> yes. It's a play-by-play, -play, oh like God. a sporting event. So the way it came about actually was that um, in Bentonville, uh, they were very interested in building a mini mass mocha. Um, in fact, the Momentary Museum, which is where it, our, the, the fresh grass in Arkansas takes place, is essentially a, a mini mass mocha. So it was an old craft factory that was converted into a museum space. And when they were doing that, they asked Mass Mocha to consult to them, basically, and to help them get it set up and how do you, you know, get the museum ready for people and such. And so one of their recommendations uh, to the momentary was, well, you should have a fresh grass festival because it's a great way to bring people in who wouldn't otherwise come to the museum or know about it, and it's just, you know, the festival brings in lots of people, obviously, who you know are not regular museum goers, and it just it's it's a great way to market and sort of build a community around the museum. So that's how we got there. Yeah, I don't want to pray for rain during the festival, but I will say that it's such a shame when it starts to rain and the music's outside, and you have to go inside and see the glorious visual artwork <laughs> in this incredible it, museum. It never rains on fresh grass. It never. It, that's solid sound. <laughs> <laughs> It always rains at Solid Sound. It never rains at Solid Sound, both of which are T-shirts you can buy at Solid Sound. Well, Chris Wadsworth and Rachel Chanoff, thanks for telling us so much about how this foundation works, how this festival works, its inception, and it's going to be an exciting weekend. The Fresh Grass Festival begins this evening at 6 o'clock right here at Mass Mocha. We are across the street at Studio 9 at Porches, and I think I'm ready for a little more music. Are you, Khalees? Yeah. What's that? Have it happen. You're listening to the fabulous 413 on it. Weird guess. <laughs> I want a I want a cuckoo clock, okay? Okay, fine.
They're nice enough to support us. Um, I think we're going we're gonna to hear a song first. Um, you're yeah. listening to The Fabulous 413 on NEPM. I'm Monty Belmonte. And I am Khalees Smith. We are live from porches, you've said. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Live Music Friday. We have music from Ned Lubrecki and Becky Buller from the Becky Buller Band. So Mr. Sun opens up the festival, and then you'll catch this band next. Uh, so you get a preview <laughs> of the very beginning. Of, it's like a trailer <laughs> for the entire Freshgrass Festival that we got right here. So let's hear some music from this Incarnation of the Becky Bolivia. One, two, three, four. from the Becky Buller Band. They're playing second at Fresh Grass <laughs> after Mr. Sun, who also joined us earlier in the show here on the Fabulous 413. And we are live from Porches at Mass Mocha in Studio 9, the new building here. It's a wonderful little performance it space. It sounds so nice. It does here. sound so nice. Hopefully it, it sounds magical? nice to you on the radio. Right? We've, been, we've been in here all week. We have been. <laughs> yeah, we had to wait for a rehearsal to end before we could come in and, and get ready for the show. Yeah. I think everybody else wants to take advantage of how nice it sounds yeah, in here to practice. So, too. I would want to practice here. It's awesome. Yeah, so thanks to Mass Mocha for letting us commandeer it for, sure. for an hour here. Uh, Ned, you're the 2018 International Bluegrass Music Association Banjo Player of the Year Woo! and also a radio personality. So do you want to... I'm going to just go. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us here on the... You can stay all the time. Oh, yeah, you boy. can be the new co-host. No, tell us about your radio show. <laughs> well, uh, I work for Bluegrass Junction, which is the Bluegrass channel on Sirius XM, satellite radio. So I have a couple of shows on there. Saturday nights, I do a progressive bluegrass show called Derailed, where I play stuff that I like to call the cutting edge of bluegrass music. And then on Sundays, I do a show called More Banjo Sunday, where we just uh, <laughs> intermixed with our regular bluegrass programming. I play the banjo on the air and have started doing a thing. I don't even remember how long this has been. It's been at least 10 years. I've been doing a thing called the Sunday Banjo Lesson, where I teach people a little bit about playing the banjo on the air. And of that course, that is so of cool. course, it's, you know, people a radio show is not the best <laughs> place to learn how to play the banjo. But, <laughs> but it's one of those things where I've had people tell me who listen to the show regularly and for, for so long, that we play at bluegrass festivals and events, you know, all over the all over the country, and people will say, "Hey, uh, I listened to you do this show, and you made it sound so easy. I decided to get a banjo and learn how to play myself." So, <laughs> it's it's amazing the the thing that you think, you know, because 
you're just talking on the radio. You don't really believe anybody's listening to you, but, but <laughs> I know I do. They are. They are. I mean, well, I, I really hope that a, a phrase in it is that I've got a fever and the only cure is, is more banjo. More banjo. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask Ned another question, but he's, oh, he's running around over here. I, this gives you time, listener, to go get your own banjo. Get it out of the case. Get it out of the closet. <laughs> and uh, we'll, maybe we'll get a radio banjo lesson from Ned. But Becky, uh, you are a multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter from Minnesota, the first woman to win the International Bluegrass Music Award for Fiddle Player of the Year, and the first artist to win awards in both vocal and instrumental categories in the same year. That's, That's quite amazing. an achievement. <laughs> Thank you. What got you into the world of bluegrass music? My parents did this to me. Oh, oh really? yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> I grew up in a quasi-family band in Minnesota. It was my parents and another couple. And I wanted to sing with them ah. when I was a kid. I guess I was about eight, eight when I started talking to them about it. And they told all of us kids, if you want to play in the band, you are welcome to, but you have to be at the rehearsals and you have to play an instrument because that's bluegrass music. Everybody plays something. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the lineup of the band and they didn't have a fiddle. I didn't know about dobro at that time, uh -huh. but I knew about fiddle. And you have so dobro I, regrets? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> you know what? No one, I, no one has dobro regrets. <laughs> I do. One time I borrowed our, our banjo player, Gordy Schultz. He played dobro too on a few songs. And I borrowed his dobro one time and somebody had given me a, a, a VHS of Jerry Douglas playing. And I held the dobro and watched Jerry. And I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> Fiddle's bad enough. <laughs> if only there were a radio show that could have taught you how to play the dobro from the beginning. I know. And you not go right up to the tip top of the no. mountain there and get intimidated. Yes. Dobro Wednesdays with Jerry Douglas. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got another spin-off I mean, show. Gotta, yeah. Now. Now, but I, I feel like the, the fiddle chose me uh -huh. because I, I wanted to sing and and uh, and sing the songs I was writing in my parents' band. But hey, Ned, I think they had another question for oh, you yeah. before sorry, you ran yeah. away. Ran off. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I asked our listeners to get their banjos out of the closet. Oh, so yeah. you want to give us a little kind of banjo lesson like you would on your own show? Here's the easiest way to learn how to play the banjo. This yes. is something that nobody, nobody really goes into too much, but this will just explain banjo playing very, very quickly. Uh, first thing I usually will have a student do is play a familiar melody and so I start with something really simple like Yankee Doodle. Now did you hear those spots in there where I tapped on the banjo head instead of playing a note? So I was playing all quarter notes and every once in a while I got to a half note where there was a space between the notes. So when you get to one of those, play your fifth string. That's the one that's up here on the top. So. So now I'm playing that whole melody, including those little fill-in notes, all with my thumb. Then I'm just going to add one more note to it. So in between every note, I'm going to play just the first string, and it'll come out and it'll sound like this. Then if I want to make it even fancier, I'll just alternate between my index and middle fingers. I'm using three fingers, my thumb, my index, and my middle finger. So I'm going thumb, two, thumb, one, thumb, two, thumb, one play the same melody. That's lesson two. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the end of that sounded a lot more complicated than the rest and of you that. you got to take nope. Tune in next week. Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion. You too can be the International right. Bluegrass Music Association Banjo Player of the Year. Like Ned Luberecki here. <laughs> um, Becky. He's actually up for that award again this year. Oh, well, no. And he's up for broadcaster of the year. So we'll, well find out next week. Clearly, you deserve that. I mean, that well, was great radio. Well, we're lucky to have included like, yeah, that in I our radio. I see why people broadcast. think it's so easy when they listen to you. <laughs> oh, to nothing to it. <laughs> we're speaking with Becky Buller and Ned Luberecki from the Becky Buller Band. Becky, we heard a little bit about how there's a community of musicians that surround this festival. And I know that bluegrass is a community of musicians that goes all around the country and world, really. Mm -hmm. Who are you excited to see at the festival? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm actually bummed you were talking about Mr. Sun opening up the show, but the, unfortunately, we, we are playing at the exact time as Mr. Sun. Oh. We're on the No Depression stage, so you guys have to choose between us and them. Oh, so Yes <laughs> we, Depression, we really which you, Ned, are the one who said Yes Depression in the lobby? I just, I'm tired of this <laughs> negative thinking. <So> like, <laughs> 
positive depression. Yeah. Yes, depression. <laughs> we heard you say that while we were getting ready for the <laughs> So there no, will be a little depression yeah, under that. You can maybe run between it. both sets. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but we were really looking forward to hearing um, the Duke Ellington yeah. piece. But uh, Daryl did give us a, a copy. Apparently, they have advanced copies of the CD yeah. oh, nice. yeah. for so the new project. So he gave us one, and we're going to be yeah. driving home to Nashville starting night. So we, we can listen to it. I think I figured out we can listen to it about 18 times <laughs> on the way home. Oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah, it's a long drive. But I'm yeah. really excited. Aoife Donovan is here, and uh, gosh, who? Sierra Farrell. Mm-hmm. And um, man, we are just excited to be here representing bluegrass music. We're excited to have you. So you mentioned you were in a family band. How many family members of yours were in, ended up actually joining the band with such high criteria? <laughs> well, the three of us. Um, yeah, so th- there's just my brother and I. Ah. And he is, uh, actually has a great ear. He is a really good singer. He listens to lyrics. I really appreciate that, being a songwriter. Um, <laughs> I think she's saying that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays guitar and bass, but he's actually a Lutheran minister. So uh, he rocks the liturgy on Sunday mornings. Um, but yeah, he didn't follow the music route. He was more of a sports guy, you know, growing up. So I played in the family band, and uh, Gordy and Roxy's two daughters didn't, didn't play in the band at all. So it was just me. You were the only one. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Well, you think we could coax another song out of We'd you? We'd love to. Um, and I, I just want to thank Freshgrass for inviting me to um, to write a song cycle for the Bentonville Festival. Oh, nice. We've performed, um, we've performed the song cycle uh, in May. And the last two days, we've been right here in Studio 9 recording it. And it's oh, going to wow. be coming out probably February or March on Dark Shadow Recording. And we're going to do, the, the tune that we played a minute ago is called Kismet, and that is from the song cycle. This is a uh, song we're about to do is also from the song cycle. And, um, and we will be doing it tonight on the No Depression stage. Oh, excellent. We're going to be playing all the tunes from the song cycle. But um, it's, um, I don't know, I'll just play this. We'll tell you more about the entire song cycle tonight. That's... Yeah, we're going to use the good instrument yeah. microphones over there. That's Becky Bowler and Ned Luberecki. So that everybody can get all the nuances. Yeah, totally. With that cool banjo that you're playing yeah, right there, too. Yeah, it's so pretty. I'm playing a, a gold tone cello banjo. So Ned and I do some duo work in addition to what we do for the band, with the band. And when we go out as a duo, we call ourselves all the banjos because we usually have four or five or six uh. banjos with us. This is called Woman.
weeks again To those who made the choice Becky Buller Band playing at the same time, sadly, I guess, as Mr. Sun, but opening up the festival tonight at Mass Mocha, Fresh Grass. I still say, if you run real fast, you can probably catch some You as an individual can. I don't think that Ned and Becky can. No, that sadly. Would, that'd be inappropriate. In which case, we're glad that you were here to catch some of them earlier. Yeah, you got to hear some of the Tchaikovsky set earlier from them, so that's great. You're listening to the fabulous 413 on NEPM. It's funded by Mike's Maze in Sunderland, offering this question in their corn maze. In the age of artificial intelligence... What makes us human? Mike'sMaze.com and buy the blue marble featuring American-made and fairly traded handcrafted jewelry, scarves, pottery, and wall art in Thorns Marketplace in Northampton, thebluemarble.biz. I'm Monty Belmonte. And I'm Khalees Smith. And we are joined by Ollie Chenoff, who is the Freshgrass curator and... Oh, wow. I stopped being able to read all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, that's all right. I'm just, just really overwhelmed by how awesome everything is. Totally. And Addison McDonald, who is the general manager here at Mass Mocha. Now, Ollie, we spoke to your aunt earlier, um, <laughs> Rachel Chanoff, who's part of Mass Mocha's team, as well as the Fresh Grass Foundation. And I think that's nepotastic. But oh you, God, Ollie, um, are, are the curator of the festival. Do you call yourself a curator? I know some well, people hate that word. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I'm the director of programming for the Freshgrass Foundation, uh -huh. and I, I like, I would say that I lead the, I coordinate the programming effort for the festival, because it's a lot of voices in the mix. Yeah. So it's me, Chris is very involved, Rachel is very involved too, we have a whole programming team, Jose, who's sitting across the room over there, and Zion and Leah, who are on the team, so there's a bunch of us doing it, and I'm kind of leading the effort and coordinating it. How long have you been leading the, the team that makes this happen well uh since the first, i've been doing it since the first festival um and working uh with rachel at the office of performing arts and film um you know helping to curate the performing arts here at mass mocha since 2002. that's great a long time now i know that this might be like asking somebody who their favorite child is and if you're keeping track at home mine's pax but of the festival this week, this weekend, who are some not-to-be-missed artists that yeah, you have hand-selected? You know, I, I always answer it in the way... That, <laughs> the Becky Buller hand is raising the her way, hand. In the way you just said, I always say it's impossible to choose like that. Well, I have to say, I, I choke up listening to Becky's voice every time I hear it. So I'm really excited to, to have her and thrilled about that. I usually talk about the commissions when people ask that question or about the artists who you don't necessarily think of as being part of a Roots Music Festival or a Bluegrass Festival. So Bambino, who you mentioned earlier from yeah. Niger. Uh, Son Rompepera is amazing. They're amazing live. Amazing so band from Mexico. You know, I, I love those kind of outliers because those are often big surprises for the audience and people will really be blown away by something that they aren't familiar with, they weren't expecting. Um, but actually, and, and then there's some of my personal favorites, um, you know, this, this weekend with Rhiannon Giddens, who we have commissioned here before, who we're presenting, she's back. Sierra Farrell, who I just think is one of the most exciting new artists um, in a long time. Uh, and Devil Makes Three, who we're having back for the first time in a while. But actually, you know, um, 
Dropkick Murphys, who are headlining Saturday night, their project is so emblematic of Freshgrass in a way. I would love to mention them because you know they put out a record last year called uh, it's a, it's a record of Woody Guthrie lyrics that were never recorded that they they turned into songs and. Um, you know, it was called This Machine Still Kills Fascists, mm -hmm. right? That was famously something he painted on his guitar yeah. when he wrote a song called Talking Hitler's Head Off Blues during World War II. Mm -hmm. You know, the word is that in a fit of patriotism, he painted that on his, on his guitar. And I just love that they're, so they're here doing that, doing an acoustic set based on that, that record. Um, and that, to me, is super fresh grass, because they're not a band you necessarily think of, but they're, they're reinterpreting something that's really meaningful to them. Um, you know, they're, one of their most famous songs is a Woody Guthrie lyric, right. actually, right? Shipping up to Boston. That was a Woody Guthrie lyric. So I, I, I love that they're, they're here. That's Oli Chanoff, who mm -hmm. is a curator for the Fresh Grass Foundation, the festival, all of this. And in the minute we have left, Addie McDonald from Mass Mocha, what does a festival like this mean for the overall health of this museum that is a museum of contemporary art, mostly visual art, but has such a strong performance art focus. Well, just like as any festival lineup changes year to year, our, our art changes year to year. So when people walk through these doors, I mean, they're gonna see new music, they're gonna see music they're familiar with and art that they're familiar with and exposed to new art. So I think it's a nice way to you know, reintroduce MOCA as a physical structure to the people. Um, and it's also just internally a great way for MOCA, who you know, has many departments, many moving parts, to all kind of team up together and work together for a great event. Um, you know, we're thrilled and honored to get 6,000 people through our doors and explore. And many have been to MOCA before, many haven't. Um, Many are coming for the music, many are coming for the art, and it's, it's really joyous for me to see that, you know, the field full and the galleries full simultaneously. Addison McDonald from Mass Mocha and Oli Chanoff from Freshgrass. Freshgrass is this weekend here at Mass Mocha. We're live in Studio 9. I'm Monty Belmonte. I'm Clee Smith. We'll see you on Monday. If we don't see you at Freshgrass this if weekend. If we don't see you at Freshgrass, but we should see you there. Yeah. This is the Fabulous 413 on NEPM.